דף ס"ז עמוד ב', לוס, אפידוסוס לרחוב עליו. There is an insufficiency which is the result of not having enough, not having enough to eat, not having a place to, to live in, uh, just having insufficient for survival, and that's a form of very serious poverty. There's another insufficiency where one has enough to survive, but one has an insufficiency compared to that to which one is used. There has been loss. And loss is something that uh, we find incredibly painful. If you think of a trivial loss, if you think of how aggravating it is if you lose your pen or you lose your car keys uh, and you're searching for them, you're looking around, there's a, there's a great deal of frustration and aggravation about small losses. Uh, and a, a child feels terribly pained by the loss of a toy, of something that doesn't seem to be very important, but the, uh, the effect of loss is in itself so terribly painful. If you think of the things that you fear, um, just, just consider it for a few moments. Think of some of your biggest fears, and you'll see that they all revolve around loss. Uh, loss of life, loss of health, loss of wealth, loss of home, loss of family, loss of love, loss of friendship, loss of status. Most of the things we fear are around loss. That since the time that Adam and Chava lost Gan Eden, when, when man lost paradise, that pain was so enormous and embedded so deeply into our DNA that ever since then, humankind tries to do everything they can to avoid loss. Uh, it's it's so, so very, very painful to our very existence. And therefore, when a person has experienced loss, there is a degree of impoverishment. It doesn't help saying, well, he still has a lot of money, but, but if he's lost a lot of money, that pain of loss is no less because he's wealthy than it is for somebody who doesn't have that degree of wealth. And we see this idea in the Pesach itself in Pashat Re'eh, you should open your hand to support the poor person, and you should make for him, up for him everything that he's lacking. Then there's a strange repetition, that which he is missing. And Rashi explains the difference between Dei Machsoro and Ashe Yechsarlo. And, and the Rashi is difficult. Rashi says, Dei Machsoro, Ashiro. You only have to give him what he's missing. You don't have to make him wealthy. If a person doesn't have enough food, you give him the food that he needs in order to survive. But you don't have to give him a whole lot more money than that. Uh, if a person needs clothing, you give him the clothing he's missing, but you don't need to do more than that. And then in the very next Rashi, Asher Yechesarlo, in the last words in the same Pasuk, even if he needs a, a horse to ride on, he needs a Cadillac or a Rolls Royce, uh, or he needs servants to run before him, you've got to provide that as well. That seems to be so contradictory. The first Rashi on Dei Machsoro says, you only give him what he needs, and the second one says, uh, you give him everything that, even luxury. And that's all based on our Gemara on, on Daf Samach Zayin, where we have a, a Braisa, Dei Machsoro, what does it mean? You should give him that which is lacking. You are required to give him parnasa, to give him a living, to be able to, to give him what he needs to sustain himself. The Braisa says in our Gemara, you do not have to give him the amount of money he needs to make him wealthy. Asher Yechesarlo, on the second part of the Pesach, Afilusus Lichova, Alav Evel Arutz Lefanav, that's where Rashi takes it from, even a horse to, to ride on and a slave to run before him, you have to give. What is the difference? Now, the difference is, of course, dependent on what he's used to. Uh, if his problem, if his poverty is one of insufficiency for survival, then you have to give him sufficient to survive on. But if the reason for his insufficiency 
is not that he doesn't have enough to survive, but he feels, he experiences insufficiency because he, he has had loss, he has suffered loss. We have to help him through that as well. That's an amazing concept, in the, an amazing concept in the laws of tzedakah um, that I doubt you're going to find in any other moral, ethical or legal system. Uh, that even if a, a, a multimillionaire, a very wealthy person has suffered serious loss, we have a responsibility to help him through that payment, that period. Because when we talk about loss and we talk about insufficiency, there are two types. There's one which is purely quantitative. A person has insufficient. He doesn't have what he needs in a quantitative sense to be able to survive. But there's another insufficiency, which is existential. That feeling of ins- insufficiency, that feeling of I've lost, that feeling of I don't have what I'm accustomed to, uh, is also an emotional insufficiency that from the laws of tzedakah, we can't ignore. It's not just a matter of, of giving financially, it's a matter of giving emotionally. In fact, all the laws of tzedakah involve the emotional side as well. The way we give to the poor person, uh, the honor and dignity with which we give him, the cheerfulness with which we give it, understanding that as the Medrash says, the um, uh, poor person is doing us a, a bigger favor in, in a way than we are that we gain more from the giving of tzedakah than the poor person gains from receiving it. It grows us, it stretches us, it elevates us, it teaches us empathy, as we discussed uh, in in the previous matmonim, that importance of empathy in a husband-wife relationship, but empathy applies in all human relationships to be able to feel the pain and the insufficiency, and most important of all, the loss of another human being. And the Rambam brings that in, in halacha, You've got to give the poor person what he's missing. If he doesn't have clothes, you give him clothes. If he doesn't have furniture, you buy furniture for him. If he doesn't have a wife, you help him get married. Um, And if she's a woman, you help her get married. Even if this poor person once had uh, a, a, a horse to ride on and a slave to run before him and he's lost his money, you've got to buy him even the horse to ride on and the slave to run before him. You've got to give him that which is his lacking. You've got to fulfill his loss. You don't have to give him more than that. You don't give, have to give him something he wasn't accustomed to. You don't have to give him something that he isn't missing. You only have to bring him back to where he was. Interestingly, in the Rambam, it seems to be that if a, a millionaire, a billionaire, let's say, loses $100,000 or $500,000, uh, you, don't, you don't have to make that up for him. We're talking about where he becomes an ani because the Rambam says quite clearly, afilu If you have a poor person who has nothing, the question is, how much do you have to give him? If he's a poor person who has nothing, then if he's not used to very much, you just give him what he's used to, the food and the clothing he needs. But if this poor person used to be a very wealthy person, you have to continue giving him support until the point where he recovers back to the status of wealth that he had before. But if he's he was very, very wealthy before, and now he's a little wealthy. Of course, we don't have any obligation at all because he's not in the geder of an ani. At this point, he's not a, a poor person who's entitled to, to tzedakah at all. 
he still has a few hundred thousand dollars in the bank. He's not an ani. But if he loses everything and he is an ani, we have to bring him back to his earlier status. Uh, the Shulchanov brings the, this lahalacha as well, but there are more ads uh, that this is only an obligation on public funding. The, the city, the community has public funding. That's how they have to calculate the amounts that have to be given. Um, but if there is, if that isn't so, if, it, if the individual has to support this person oneself, if one's giving private staka, uh, then you have to give uh, you give as much as you can to the point that you're able to, to support. You're not governed then by the person's needs. So what's important in these halachot is tzedakah is determined by the recipient's needs, not by the giver's uh, level of wealth. Uh, the giver, uh, if the giver is the community, we've discussed how much they have to give. If the giver is an individual, he gives as much as he's able to give with it within these principles. But important in understanding these halachot is the seriousness of loss, uh, the degradation of loss, the loss of status and stature that comes with loss of, of financial capability and, and financial security. And that if a person has become a poor person, our responsibility to him is to support him back to the level that he used to be so that he can recover his self-dignity, his stature, and become a contributive member of the community. Mm-hmm.